Welcome to Just Think, the podcast. The podcast where we don't want to tell you what to think. We just want to encourage you to do it. We are three friends that came from across the political spectrum who were tired of partisan politics and were alarmed at what we saw happening in our country, including the growing political divide. But we found as we challenged ourselves to recognize our own biases, to put them aside, we were absolutely united in our pursuit for the truth. And that's why we started this podcast to share the conversations we were having around that pursuit and to invite you into our conversation. To encourage you to feel free to ask questions. Search for the answers yourself to say what you think. That's right, because as we like to say, diversity of thought, ideas, and beliefs are welcome here. Asshats are not. (laughs) (laughs) All are welcome as long as you just think. We've got the live video here, and of course, we're getting ready to start the recording of the podcast um, for Just Think. So, for those of you who are podcast <laughs> listeners, welcome to back to Just Think. I'm Holly, and I'm here with Amy and Kristen, <laughs> and we have special guests with us today that we are so excited <laughs> that you are going to get to hear from, and especially that you're getting to hear from her right now. When she she's basically just hit the map this week. With <laughs> she went viral. She went viral. She broke the internet. She yes. broke the new Kim K. <laughs> she broke it. She broke it, but she broke it because she was telling the truth and she was speaking from experience. And that's why we wanted to have her on today. So actually, Kristen has been communicating. This is the first day I've met in person. Yes. But you've been communicating with her. Um, regularly over the course of the pandemic, we actually knew about Morgan because you told us a little bit like there's someone inside the hospital and you want to know about her because she's seeing what we're hearing about on the outside. Right. She's seeing it firsthand. And um, so we knew that she existed, but we didn't know anything about her. You're like a ghost. You're a ghost of a person. And, um, but, but we knew that the public is yearning to know the truth. They want to know why are people dying at the hospital, but they're not really dying at home of COVID. We're not hearing that so much, but we're hearing people dying in the hospital. Why is that? What are the treatments that actually work? Why are these treatments being silenced? Why are we being censored? We've been having these conversations for a while on the podcast, but today we want to hear, want you to hear from a PA, right? That's a nurse, what, practitioner. nurse practitioner. You represent right? the nurses. You represent the nurses. Um, a nurse practitioner who is experienced, who was lauded for what she has done inside this hospital. And I will mention before Kristen does a full introduction, <laughs> she was at the hospital where we have mentioned in the past. We did the um, the inside the video went viral of their basically their marketing team <laughs> meeting with doctors about how to make the numbers more scary. This was the same hospital where we interviewed patients who had to advocate, Matt and Summer, for the right medications so that Matt's wife, Summer, did not die. All happening in the same place, but we know this hospital is one of many because we're hearing these stories from all over. But without further ado, Kristen, since you know Morgan better than we do, we're going to hand it over to you. I will will clarify. Matt and Summer were at a different hospital, but I think they're within the same same network, the same system. But But we um, also interviewed, was Anna. We we, we interviewed several. Yes. And Joy. And yes, yes, there's there's a lot. And there's a lot that we know of that we haven't interviewed. Mm -hmm. So, but it's awesome to hear from an actual nurse (laughs) that is actually seeing these things. And when you say people are wondering, I really think a lot of people 
people aren't wondering. I really think a lot of people just think that's it. Yeah. Like this is what's happening and there's nothing we can do about it. And that is why it's so important for everybody to hear from people like Morgan and for more healthcare pra uh, practitioners to actually like, or healthcare professionals to speak up, to have the courage to stand mm -hmm. your ground and to speak the truth. And um, thank goodness I have an amazing friend that connected us. She was like, I really think you need to connect with Morgan. <laughs> and that is what I did. And um, I am so glad. I feel like I already knew you. Yeah. But Morgan comes with a lot of accolades. And I'm going to let Morgan Wallace <laughs> tell y'all all of her credentials. Not that we even have to. No, right. But it's people important. don't believe anybody. And you know what? People still won't believe. That's okay. <laughs> Even though first we've got experience. all this, you know, yeah. first-hand experience. So, yeah. Morgan, okay. tell us. Take it away. Um, I originally went to Brunswick Community College for my ADN over 10 years ago. Um, I was hired on the cardiovascular um, step-down unit at New Hanover. Um, I worked there for a couple years, and then I was offered a job in the cardiac cath lab, which was one of my... I really enjoyed working there. It was a lot of call, but I loved the rush of people coming in with heart attacks and we could instantly fix them and they got better and went home. I did that for years. And then um, I had a dear friend who was one of my motivations behind speaking um, forward. Um, she encouraged me to go to Fayetteville State for my BSN and I did. And I thought I was going to maybe go to anesthesia school, but then I realized it was a little bit limited and focused, and um, I decided to go to nurse practitioner school as well. Um, I worked in the cardiovascular ICU for five years, and I went to Walden for my master's, um, and then I completed that in 2020. And here we are today. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I mean, so you have the background, the education, but you've also had the experience, right? right because right. when Morgan testified, and this is the video that went viral, mm -hmm. so we will definitely post it so people can see it. If they haven't already, it's right. on our Rumble links, mm -hmm. too. Right. Um, but you spoke. Right. Last week, right. in front of was New Hanover County's school, um, board. school board. Yeah, and that's how you went viral. So because, by the way, she's also a mom. Uh, yes, yes. In the, <laughs> in the midst of all, yes. in the midst of all, I am. And I also am. mention your friend that is with us. Yes, yes. 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 yes, Sorry, yes. huge yes. shout yes. out. I know people on the camera can see her. <laughs> but like, everyone there knows who I am. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, um, Stephanie was the same way as well. A good friend um, said we needed to meet and. We kind of been talking, and the when I walked out on the mandate day with one goodbye uh, from a dear friend, and I was upset, and I got a phone call from her, and she said, "Do you want to be our NP for red light therapy?" And I said, "Absolutely," and <laughs> yeah. took a leap of faith, and here we are. Yeah. So That's she amazing. gave you a job, basically, like an opportunity mm -hmm. to continue working mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on yes. the day you walked out yes. on the very yes. same day. Yes. So let it be known <laughs> that there are still. Job opportunities yes. out there <laughs> without <laughs> mandates, right, right, right. <laughs> and good right. people. So yeah, and when one door closes, another door opens, right. and mm -hmm. you never know what what will happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. people mm -hmm. need to stop that fear of yes. you know that's what it is. They're 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 in on that fear. Right. I'm going to lose base. my job. Yes. I have to vaccinate mm -hmm. to keep my job. Yeah. I was personally terminated from a nursing position because I refused to vaccinate. 
Well, first they took me off the schedule and said, oh, you're not needed. I know I'm needed. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, right now. there's right. a shortage of nurses right, right. now. Right. Yes. And uh, they're like, no, we, we're going to go ahead and take you off the schedule until you can, um, you know, either be vaccinated or whatever. And, of course, I was having a test for COVID every week. And yeah. it was just ridiculous. No yes. symptoms. Just yes. give me a test. And, yeah. um, you know, finally they took me off the schedule and mailed me a termination letter. Yeah. So I have it in black and white why I was terminated yeah. for not vaccinating. Oh so I gosh. still have that letter. So lawsuits are coming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie, for the yeah. people on the podcast, yeah. I know we're going live on your page, yeah. but can you tell everybody your background? So yeah, yeah um, I have actually a law enforcement background as well as a nursing background. I was in law enforcement for almost 10 years between Ohio and North Carolina. Um, as a police officer and um, I worked for the NCDOC as well. Um, then I decided once I got pregnant with my second son, I said, well, you know, it's probably a little safer to go to nursing school. Um, it's not, obviously. <laughs> um, but so went to nursing school and I graduated in July of 2011 and I've been a nurse ever since. I worked for a Cleveland Clinic affiliate. I was um, really well trained there, um, you know, worked on med surge and things like that. Then I got into more of the happy medicine, which <laughs> is, you know, aesthetics and med spa, things like that. I did the OBGYN. OBGYN was my focus. Mm -hmm. um, and now I'm more into the aesthetics and we're doing the red light therapy, which will explain what red light therapy is. IV therapy, um, more of a holistic approach to uh, your health. Prevention. Yes. Right. Prevention, yes, yes, yes. yes. proactive. Keeping you out of the doctor's out office. Out of the doctor's office. office. If yeah. you really want to stay out of the hospital, yeah. Yeah. then take control Focus of your health first. first. Right now. Don't yes. wait. Right first. now. Right. Don't wait. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So y'all were two kindred spirits, basically, that got connected. We were actually connected through a mutual friend. Um, that she, her name's Temple. Hi, Temple. Yeah. She's, she's giving us a lot out. of insight. Yeah. Yeah. Love you. Um, yeah. We love you, girl. Um, she and I, Temple and I, became really, really good friends. Um, and then she kept, you know, telling me a little bit about Morgan. She's like, you got to meet Morgan. This was like a couple years ago. And I was like, yeah, we'll meet, we'll meet. And it just so happened, the, you know, God works in mysterious ways. And boom, here we are. Here we are. So, so awesome. Yeah. So well, I was just going to ask, in the hospital, um, what floor were you on? Like, what was your, because is it a COVID floor at that point? Like, when well, COVID hit, or are you just it, more of like a... In the beginning, I was just, I was the ninth floor of the hospital. It was the cardiac floor. We okay. took care of, you know, cardiac cath lab patients, you know, the open heart surgery patients when they stepped down. Cath lab was obviously more of a procedure area. And then I worked the cardiovascular ICU. We had four different ICUs, and we were specific to cardiothoracic. After you had your open heart surgery, you came right off the table to us. Um, and then we would get overflow with, um, you know, just cardiac patients in general. We could take care of post stimmies and things like that. But they did actually um, shut down two to three units at the time and had them strictly for COVID. The COVID patients we got in the cardiovascular ICU were the sickest of the sickest, and they needed to be um, put on ECMO, which is extra, um, it's extra membrane corporal oxygenation, and we actually run your um, extra corporal membrane. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you can look it up. It's ECMO. <laughs> uh, we could actually run your heart and lungs outside the body on a bypass machine. Mm -hmm. So that's what when you have a open heart surgery, you are run on a bypass machine. But we had a specific machine that we ran at bedside. It was a two to one. We had usually a respiratory therapist that was the ECMO specialist, and then you had your RN. Um, we were all trained. It was extensive training, um, and we um, 
had the sickest patients in the county. I mean, if your heart and lungs are run outside your body, sometimes if they were centrally cannulated, their chests were open. We would open them up, change their, you know, dressings, look at their heart, you know, because you do bleed a lot. And it doesn't get much more serious than that. No, it was a serious. And they would come in for COVID possibly on a different floor. And as they were resting up worse. So usually, you know, yes, you would be, um, you know, filtered as you're, as you got, more sick um, so they a lot of times would start in the COVID ICU and then as they needed to escalate their care they would end up with so us. are they already on okay. a vent at that point oh yes okay yes. so these are vented yes. like you're vented yes. You're yes. Yes. so yes. you don't really see people survive where you are with well that, for, as far as you know normal cabbage patients yes. a lot of those do very very well I mean yes. it is a very major surgery but um, they do very well we get them up going and some people are home in a, couple, a few days you know but the ECMO patients that I saw with COVID, they would spend months in there sometimes, oh. months and months. And the longer you lay in the bed, you know, with all these, you know, multiple drugs going through you and your basically your heart or lungs run outside the body and where cannulation sites are, infection sets in, mm-hmm. you, bed sores happen. Mm-hmm. Some of these patients are so critical, you can't even roll them or they will, you know, code immediately. You have to be yeah. very gentle. I mean, like... It is. It was extreme. So high, as high the risk, patients were like, infection. Right. as they were like flooding into your floor, because mm-hmm. there was probably like a mass yeah. right at a time when it was like yes. Crazy. Well, we and we would definitely. I mean, that we would be, or at least that's what we heard. Fighting over the last yeah. two bags of platelets in the hospital, right. or you know, there's no more you know high flow oxygen to go around. I mean, yeah, it was um, it was extreme and. There was a lot of times where we had to pick the sickest of the sick and go accordingly because it was just such a flood of patients. Yeah. So yeah. I, have, I have a quick question. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt. No, you're fine. How often did hospital protocol change? That, I was the about initial, to say, what was the transition? That was my what, question. Just, yeah, like, what's your just thing? Like, yeah, what, like, what I mean, I weird. was hearing it was literally, like, daily. They were being told, okay, not this, this, not this, that. Right. And I was, you know, because I have friends at Big Wake and mm-hmm. I have friends at Duke and... You These know, are huge hospitals in North Carolina. Huge FYI. hospitals, yeah. huge hospitals, yeah. trauma one centers, things like yes. that. So it was literally daily, right, um, that, that protocol was changing, and it was very confusing. Um, they didn't know what to do. Didn't exactly. know what to do, right. Right? right? Was that for you? Well, as a nurse taking care of the patient, um, I was aware it was aware of protocols but we were very wrapped up in taking care of our patient at the mm-hmm. time so we were we did see different drugs come and go um we did try you know certain we did whatever we could to try to save the patient with what we had with what as was nurses allowed. do you know mm-hmm. we were trusting that you know the doctors knew the protocols and we followed their orders and we tried to take care of the patient but so, the protocols had been administered by the time they were to you is that what you're right. saying oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, right when they the came reality. to us right. it was you know it would it was game on it was do what you can to last line last line right right yes so what made what did when did you realize that things were not going things were wrong things were weird something was not right well I had a dear friend and co-worker and her they had three family members coming to the hospital two died in a week and the third one we fought hard for and he passed away as well and I think another family recently just went in and passed away, away as well. Same family. Another family, same family. member of same family? Same oh family. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, they, are, they are my guiding light in all this. I do, mm-hmm. I do a lot of it for them. Um, they're excellent people. And just, 
Uh, my parents have always been in the know. They were sending me information. Um, my mother actually worked for a pharmaceutical company and she um, made AIDS drugs. She combined one of the first um, pills into one and she did know friends who worked with COVID and she was always cautious. Um, I think they've been working on COVID vaccines for years and it never came to market. It may have been for a reason. For a reason. So she was always very cautious. Um, so was my father. Um, so I was constantly getting information and questioning everything. Um, and then I started watching, everybody got vaccinated except the few that were, you know, going for exemptions. And I watched <laughs> them all start to get COVID shortly after. And that, um, you kind of wonder if you take a vaccine and then you get COVID, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and this was before Omicron, which we know breakthrough cases are rampant at right, this point. Right, This is... They are getting vaccinated shortly after, which means they didn't need a booster because right. they had it. Right, right. They're getting vaccinated, and you're watching them get sick. Sick, sick. And I, on top of that, I saw multiple people start having injuries. I was getting testimonies that my brother got the vaccine, and now both his kidneys have failed. Or my daughter got the vaccine, and now she's not alive anymore. Or just, you know, like you were I, hearing saw, these I saw one medical professional um, get COVID, get the vaccine. He lost an organ and then got the second booster shot. So mm -hmm. I just, it was just multiple, you, multiple things. Just for the, the, the yeah. viewers, mm -hmm. if anyone wants more information on vaccine injuries, go to realnotrare.com mm -hmm. and you can read all about it there. So I know there's some people on my Facebook who think mm -hmm. they need to, you know, they're lining up for their fourth vaccine. So you might want to rethink that. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Right, right. Uh -huh. Well, I think it's just, too, like just to be informed and people are not informed for any medicine right. there's a risk benefit you know right. all these pharmaceutical you know advertisements say you have a risk of this of course they oh, say everything. it like an auctioneer like right. really yes. fast and nobody right. can hear or whatever yes. but you are always informed of the risks yeah right. and and it's always left up to the risk the individual person to decide right. What and right is. and now right. it's just this blanket mandate and it's just it's safe and effective that's right. the that's for that's every single the, person right. how is that that's really what's and yet right. every sheet is mm -hmm. blank in on, purpose blank. on purpose inside the vaccine yes, yeah. yes. We've actually done it. Yeah, so, we've seen people that have yeah. given the vaccines and pulled out the paper. Pulled out the paper. Because we keep hearing this. That is true. Yeah. We keep and hearing a, people say that the, the vaccine insert, which by the way, in every vaccine, there is an insert you can ask for a doctor for. So right. take your kids to the mm -hmm. to the pediatrician. They sh you can ask. Yes. Not for the flyer. Right. The vaccine insert. Yep. Mm -hmm. And they will tell you the risks yeah. there. Right. You can get that for any vaccine. But on the COVID one, I have been told repeatedly by people who administer them it's a blank sheet of paper yeah. so you it saw says, that as it well. says intentionally blank yes. left this is this is intentionally blank yes well and it's emergency use authorization so you are signing up for a trial mm. and it is not fda the vaccine that is fda approved is not even allowed to be in the united states mm -hmm. probably because they might be held accountable for the injuries it probably never will be you know so that's they, also they why the immigrants don't you know the the people crossing over mm -hmm. the the border? Right. Um, they are not. Um, they're not mandated. They can't because they actually can sue the pharmaceutical right. companies if not, they have an injury they're because they're not a U.S. citizen. Right. So what I mean is a non-citizen. Yes. 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 And what was also unfortunate was well, there were many, many nurses that were against the vaccine, but when it came down to it, they were terrified. They needed their job. Mm -hmm. yep. they, I one went in basically after she got crying to get her first shot, you know, and came out, and I could tell that she did not want to do it, but they, they were forced to, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, to stand up and walk out on your job is a big, 
you know, it's a big undertaking, you know. Well, how were you treated when you said, I'm um, not doing this? Everybody knew from the beginning that I was against it, um, but they were they were uh, they were okay with me, you know. Okay. I, mean, I was a I was a like I said I was a well respected nurse there. I knew what I was doing. I worked night shift. I was a leader of our group. Um, actually, when I became a nurse practitioner, I wanted a position in there at night because we needed an NP at night. Mm-hmm. We needed some help at night, not just during the day. Um, and so you, you got employee of excellence. I got Tell them about of that too. In twenty twenty, um, <laughs> were, were you headed where I think you were headed with that? Yes. Uh, oh, that, good. That night. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and I I drew T-shirts for cardiologists that had passed, um, two that were well-respected. And then I had a dear friend. She would do one for the Cape Fear Heart Walks. So my T-shirts would be there. We raised lots of money for the American Heart Association. But there was one in specific. Um, he was actually the chief medical director at one point of cardiologists, and he passed away suddenly. So I drew a T-shirt for him. Um, it uh, everybody, what I mean, loved it, wore it. His wife actually wanted the original drawing, so I took that. We made a little border. Everybody signed it at the hospital. We gave it to her, um, and I was nominated for the Employee of Excellence. It's I have the letter on my website of what it was. Um, uh, I was you can read it. I was honored for being. We used to open chest at bedside at, in less than five minutes. When you have thoracic surgery, you don't want to do chest compressions. You want to get in that chest and manually squeeze the heart. Mm-hmm. I actually ran the program that we started for it. I was the, one of the trainers to get in the chest in less than five minutes. Um, I watched Grey's Anatomy, so I bet I can do it. <laughs> I, <would be> t- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I'm just saying. I feel like I've been, yeah. I've been visiting that yeah. in a Grey's Anatomy. I mean, yeah. So tell us yeah. more about what you witnessed. And like, so. Because I think okay, one of the things, well, like the I think viral what people, part of your video was when you said, I mean, I think one thing that's making this video just go crazy is when you said, if you died in the hospital, it could be considered murder. Well, right. Because, because early And that's a bold is, statement. Yeah, it is a but bold it's, statement. But it's also, fair. when you think about yeah. it, if yeah. you're in the hospital, yeah. they're not. What are they not excuse doing? Excuse me, but they're not doing everything, well, or if, they weren't you know, prior to the hospital. Yeah. But, mm. um, well, if you can um, get medication prior to the hospital, and then it's banned from in the hospital, and even with mm-hmm. the monoclonal antibodies, you can go get them prior, but then when you go in... From what I, you know, what I think I know is it's not protocol. Yeah, you don't even get those. So I just, I just started seeing like you know, all these things where it was not effective in what we were doing and the patient. And we we were the sickest, and a lot of people passed. And the the things we were doing, I mean, some came through and some didn't. But a lot of people were not getting better um, with a lot of the medicines we did. And if you could get them before, I mean, you want to put out a small fire before you get a big fire. And everybody wants least invasive to most invasive. That's what we always went for. Exactly. So why wouldn't we treat you with a simple pill that has all these qualities or other medicines? What's, what's one med that sticks out in your head that doesn't work that's actually causing damage? Mm. Well... I don't want to get into specifics of all the meds because I don't know everything that all the hospitals are prescribing. But a lot of them, were, you know, did cause kidney damage. They, you know, they weren't helpful. I can say it. Remdesivir. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Or right. remdesivir. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was I'll proven. say one. Yeah. I mean, it, lots yeah. the studies yeah. are terrible, yeah. yet yeah. it's on the protocol. Mm-hmm. And then, I, and then you know, after looking through some charts and things, when we're always pumping vitamin D, vitamin C, a lot of them didn't even have a level drawn. 
you know, I mean, I remember... To know their vitamin D level. To know it. I remember mm-hmm. one patient, I mean, it, they'd been there 30 days or more, and they finally drew one. I was like, okay, and then I, you know, looked and through their, are we on a multivitamin? You know, once they started getting nutrition externally, yes, we'd start adding that stuff, but it was not a focus of just the basics to save them. But even, the amount, even the amount of D3 that's being given, mm-hmm. okay, they're giving a 1,000 IUs a day. Mm-hmm. We, as perfectly healthy individuals, take 2,000 IUs yes. a day right. just in our multivitamin. So what is a 1,000 IUs going to do? That's okay. laughable, right. and that's just CYA. They're covering their ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there have been physicians, I, I don't know at this hospital, but I know mm-hmm. from hearing another physician because it was his dad's doctor in the hospital, got fired for giving IV vitamin C to his dad that actually helped him. Fire for vitamin C, okay? And then there's also a lot of patients, and I've even talked to some ICU nurses that that I know that were helping with COVID patients, Mm -hmm. and they were saying, well, we're doing everything we can. I was like, no, you're not. No. Mm -hmm. Because patients are, because she's like heard our podcast. She's Mm -hmm. heard some of these stories. I was like, you're not doing everything you can if you're not giving a medicine that a family is fighting for, that is right. willing to say, I oh. take the risk right. yes. for doing this. I'll that is not waiver. doing everything I'll you can. Yes. Yes. And that's why before Trump left office, not to bring politics into yeah. this, but you know, unfortunately this has become political. Yes. And before he left, right before he left, the right to try mm-hmm. was right. passed. And right. there's a reason for that. Yeah. that you know, They're we even are denying protected. that. Right. We are, we, right. we, and, which is unconstitutional yeah. in my I, opinion. I do want to read something off the FLCCC website that I do follow. It says, the use of off-label drugs. Once the FDA approves a prescription medication, federal laws allow any U.S. physician to prescribe the drug, approved drug, uh, to prescribe the approved drug for any reason. Thirty percent of all prescriptions written by American doctors exercising their medical judgment for off-label uses. Um, so we are allowed to <laughs> use medicine. In my mind, drug. that's like saying Correct. you can only take Tylenol for a headache, but nothing else. You right. know? I mean, so it's, the same thing. it's never been right. like that. No. Right. Well, let's right. also remind the listeners that yeah. just in this last month or two, right. it came out that pregnant women should not take Tylenol. Oh, right. We've been telling pregnant women not yeah. to take Advil, but right. we said Tylenol's I fine. Know, know. Now we know right. there are detrimental Responses right. to Tylenol, and they've known, and they right. and they've known, but now they've had to declare this. Right. So right. if you think yeah. this new technology is just foolproof, right, right, and we it's taken us forty freaking years to figure out Tylenol. Uh, like, uh, I'm sorry, you're you are naive everything. at best and well, stupid yeah. at worst. Right, right, right. 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 I, yeah. Mean, yeah. I will say another just think moment was in. For open heart surgery, you do not want pneumonia to set in. We have got national standards. We get you extubated within six hours unless you have a specific reason and cannot come off the vent. Because the longer you stay on the vent, pneumonia sets in. Yep. In the morning, the first thing we did was we drug you out of bed, whether or not you could get out or not. We four people, we lifted you up, we got you in the chair. You coughed and deep breathed. You walked three times a day because you don't want to get pneumonia. And what I saw with COVID... We should have been treating the inflammation first, not the second problem when it floods to your lungs, but we forced intubation. 
We put them in a hole. We kept them in the bed. We didn't let them out of their room. We mm -hmm. kicked their families out and pneumonia got worse and worse and worse. And a lot of them, it ended up septic and they passed. Mm -hmm. So seeing that of how we pushed, you know, no pneumonia so much with our cardiovascular cabbage patients. And you're going the opposite, opposite direction. Way. Right. So it was just every day. And then when all the staff got vaccinated, got COVID, I was just like, what is really going on I have here? a question about yeah, that. I yeah. have a question because we know that blood clots are obviously one of the biggest mm -hmm. concerns, mm -hmm. yes. not only with the vaccine, but with COVID, right? right. You're bedridden. Right. Right. Now, when I had three cesareans myself, and when I was in the hospital in the bed, you know, they knew I couldn't get up right away. So what did they put the compression, compression, the automated air compression? We did that. Is that being, is that oh, yeah. being done we did for do that, patients? and every patient gets on a DVT protocol. Yeah. Um, so they, you know, they give them heparin, Lovenox, yeah. and then mm -hmm. our patients were super thin. I mean, we ran them on heparin. I mean, that you wanted them to be thin because yeah. when you mm -hmm. run your blood outside the body, it'll get caught up in the machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and she means but, blood thin, right? Yeah, not, yeah, not, thin. not the not patients thin within. <laughs> they probably weren't thin. <laughs> but yes, a lot of patients had clots. Yes, yes, I did that. And I actually, um, I've been hearing more and more of staff developing clots and things afterwards. So, and it's, mm -hmm. and my mother's doctor who's been treating, she got COVID Christmas, you know, a year ago and her doctor treated her immediately. She didn't, um, we, she wasn't doing ivermectin at the time, but she did put her on a steroid and antibiotic, you know, we told her to take aspirin and everything. And she got better. Um, I forgot where I was going. But the blood clots? Did she get a blood clot oh, later? Oh, no, 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 no. But she was, oh, I know where I was going. Now she's seeing so many patients come there. She's having patients with um, stage four cancer just exploded. Yep. All these ailments. They're coming to them and they're saying, I know it's from this vaccine. I was perfectly healthy before. I have a story with that you too, know, just really just, quick. Yeah, Ron, well, I'm not going to say her name. Yeah. Um, a friend yeah. uh, who is extremely credible, I've known her since I was 15 years old, a family member who was uh, cancer-free, um, fought cancer, beat it, uh, took the vaccine, and within one month, I mm -hmm. believe it was one month, mm -hmm. she's stage four. Right, mm -hmm. right. Wow, where did that come yeah. from? Like, it's crazy. Don't play with mRNA. Don't play with mRNA. Sure. There's That's a good one. Sure. Don't play with <laughs> mRNA. Yeah. I do think it's also important for everybody to know that it is not a one, none of us are talking about any kind of one pill no, that's no, any magic cure. No. It is a multi-drug therapy yes, yes. approach. It's it is like, and everybody's and different. It there, causes I, multiple issues. And it's not just one magic pill. You have to treat a compilation of issues that right. go on in the body. And there's a lot of different protocols out there. Yes, there's like yes. the FLCCC. Mm -hmm. There's the, there's, you know, Zelenko. There's, mm -hmm. you yeah, know, the yeah. Dr. McCullough has one. Like yeah, yeah. there's so many different ones the, and you'll uh, see. Uh, who is it? The myfreedoctor.com. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah, uh, they're yeah, doing a lot too. And if we can just make it very clear though, again, Again, to keep politics out of this, we are not for nor against the vaccine. If you want to get the vaccine, yes, if you yeah, feel yeah, yeah, that you, that is right. what you need to do for you or your family, you by right. all means, you have that right. Yes. Right. But I have the right to refuse right. it. Right. And we should not be kicked out of our jobs. No. Well, and especially now that they're letting COVID positive uh, healthcare workers back in. Oh yeah. Oh, work. That's, all that's, that's real. That is that, really. That's been yeah. happening. Oh yeah. They that would has get been tested happening. And within Last 24 year. hours, they'd be back at work. A lot of times, we couldn't. You couldn't just. I, and when our whole entire unit, or the majority of them, I can't say the whole thing, got COVID, we couldn't send them all home. So how know? is that about health for the patients when they're saying to protect the patients? So, so you're basically saying you know firsthand that right. there are people who've been COVID positive and they go back within. 24, 40 hours. Well, it, yes, probably. Well, yeah, I know that within two or three days they had to. You I know? have. A, I know someone who's a, a nurse practitioner as well, right. and she 
uh, got the vaccine and the booster, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. She's got COVID for the second time right right now. Mm-hmm. And her hospital said we're understaffed because they fired right. all the people and, who didn't. Right, right. And so I'm, we're going to need you to come, come in. Come in. And right. she is. She said, we've given up. Yeah. That's what her words were. Right. We have given right. up. Well, yeah. and as I watched, you know, we all were frontline you know, doing COVID for a year and a half, and most of the staff did not get COVID. We stayed fairly healthy, and we were in the thick of it, intubating, extubating. But then as soon as they started getting the vaccine, they all started coming out with COVID, you know? Like, they were healthier way before that, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're exposed to all the germs, you know? It's kind of like a kindergarten school teacher, you know? Most of the time when healthcare workers get something, a lot of times it's mild, and most of us did not get COVID. And I think the one of the reasons we want to, you know, we're not – Taking all, talking all about the vaccine. Right. It's really about what is the media portraying right. and what are our physicians that really aren't critically thinking. Right. I mean, and I, like, well, and well, look, there's amazing like physicians out there. Yes. But, like, yes. but I feel like because of fear on all sides, yes. they aren't looking at everything and mm-hmm. everybody is thinking that it's only unvaccinated people in there mm-hmm. and that they're the only ones dying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so... What can you tell everybody, like, even more of what you witnessed in there? Or what were you going to ask? Well, I was just going to say, I sat here and had a light bulb moment, like, when we're talking about all these different protocols, you know, like the FLCCC, McCullough, all these things. How many times have those shifted and changed throughout the last year? Like, where Mm -hmm. they're adding something else in, they're saying, oh, now Mm -hmm. this is better. They're Mm -hmm. they're constantly constantly changing. changing and reviewing. When you compare that to what have we been doing in the hospitals for the past two plus years Mm -hmm. and... Nothing has changed. Six months ago, the CDC had ivermectin as a form of treatment for protocol. Now it's gone. Yeah, and I am see, it is a struggle to get those meds for a lot of people. Um, The pharmacies are pushing back, and what's even more sad is, you know, before this, ivermectin was extremely affordable. Now, when you, it's weight based because you do generally a five day Mm -hmm. load on patients. It's it's for, I know, it's four or five hundred dollars sometimes. And if you have a family of three, it's out the window. You can't afford that. We just bought some for someone, um, yeah, because we wanted to make sure they had it, right? Right. And it was five hundred dollars, right? Right, and then I'm also most telling they cost pennies. They cost pennies. Less than a penny a dose is what less than a penny a dose. Yeah, and then I'm also you know a lot of these telehealth visits are a hundred. $150, $200, $250. I'm doing them for $30. People are desperate for Mm -hmm. help. There's been many people that I've treated for free because, you know, just to get the medications for multiple family members. My husband being one. Yeah. Yeah. My husband was extremely sick. Yeah. Well, and I also want to point out, too, that if you get a head start, like, I know it's on the IMATH protocol and FLCCC, and Dr. McCall has been talking a lot about Mm -hmm. it and several others. Honestly, you can even, first of all, be healthy, right. get outside, right. get your get vitamin D, sunlight. go ahead and yeah. take your vitamins and yes. supplements yeah. now yes. to build your immune system up, okay? Right. Because what they say, I mean, vaccinated or not, and especially with Omicron, all these, you know, different mutations, basically you're not going to, it's like death. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're going to die. You're, okay, you're you got to accept gonna the COVID. fact that you're going to die one day, right? right. We all right. know that. Yeah. It's just a matter of when. Right. We all need to accept. We also <laughs> need to accept that we are all going to be exposed to COVID. We're not going to escape We've all been this. exposed. No. Everybody's been right. exposed. Yes. We're not going to escape that. So no. why not build your immune system up be so you're ready? Advocate. And so that you're be ready. Be your own right. advocate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you, nasal washing and, yeah. um, like, gargling, mouthwashing, like, yeah. clean your boogers, yeah. clean yeah. your throat. Because it's got to start here, and then, you know, the germs got to crawl and travel down. And it makes 
most of us have MRSA sitting right here. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I said, yeah. don't ever swab all the staff. You don't want to know whether it was. Oh, yes. Yes. You don't want to know what cooties are up in there. Yeah. Y'all, yeah. like, yeah. the thing is, it's just like, you do your own research and know like what beta dyne kills right. c- kills it on contact from what yeah. I've read, yeah. and so does like chlorine dioxide, and so does um, oh my gosh, what well, the copper the copper's out. Well, but let's normalize the understanding that most people are not going to die from COVID. No, let's normalize. Yes, let's take the fear out, yes, and yes. let's look at the numbers that right. say you are not likely to exactly. ever die of COVID. Exactly. I mean, if you, it's crazy yeah. that, that we have got people believing uh-huh. it's a death sentence. Well, yes. if you go in the hospital. I don't know of yes. anybody who died at home. Yeah, no. So, and how many people do you know that started with early treatment that even uh-huh. ended up in the hospital or died? Do like, you know that any? actually had, like, had been doing the protocol and were healthy. The, at, when you came to me, a lot of times you were intubated and the families weren't allowed in. Mm-hmm. I didn't get, you Same know, I was, we were just trying to save the patients. But know? even now with the people that you've been helping. Right. Uh, as, oh, in, no. as anybody. So, uh, well, uh, everybody is on board. A lot of people now, they've all got the medications. They're all doing, I'm like, what are you following? They're like, Rosalinka, FLCCC, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm yeah. like, good, go, you know, pick. I'm fine with either one of those. Keep your, you know, keep yeah. your immune system healthy. And then a lot of them, I've already, you know, they've had a Z-pack, you know, and mm-hmm. taken their meds, they're, you know, they're ready. So a lot of people are treating themselves at home and they're saying, you know, in 24, 48 hours a lot of time, they feel better. Yes. It, it should have been a cold. We mismanagement. We treated the second problem, not the first yep. in the hospital. And Tell them was, what the second you know, problem is. Well, the, we needed to treat the vascular inflammation, but we, vascular inflammation, the ones that floods the lungs and we're treating just the pneumonia. Yeah. You know, we got to hit the first problem, not the second. You mm-hmm. know? Right. So. Yeah. So, um, I have a friend that is a nurse actually at Wake Med and she's a numbers girl. Like she actually goes and looks at the numbers and, um, she does her own, like based on CDC data and she texted me on Monday. She said, just provided my regular update. U.S. data in the midst of the Omicron monster after the holidays, survival rate is 99.985%. Right. As of CDC data updated at 8 p.m. Also updated CDC data. Heart disease killed double the amount of people COVID did last year. I know. Wow. So this is where you being a cardiovascular nurse, right. you, we also know, and y'all may not know whoever's listening, but people who do listen to our podcast know that we've thrown this out several times. 90, what is it? 96% of the people who had COVID, or oh, it's only 4% that only died of COVID. Like 96% right. or 95% is it's very, four had four or more, an yeah. average of four right. or more COVID comorbidities. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that just means other conditions, namely lung disease, mm-hmm. um, obesity, heart, mm-hmm. obesity, mm-hmm. autoimmune. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Diabetes was a big one. So too. if you yeah. really want to yeah. work on your health and preventing hospitalization and death, mm-hmm. do what we've been telling, right. we've been talking about Go all along. Get on these websites, get on the vitamins and supplements, you know, keep yourself healthy. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, Stop myself, living in fear. Yeah. Stop we we have fear. posted, we have posted the protocol of what to take to prevent yourself from getting COVID. Taking quercetin and zinc together is like taking hydroxychloroquine. Right, right. So yeah. those two, what what quercetin does is it allows your cells to open up to receive Seeds. the vitamins mm-hmm. that your that your body so desperately needs. Seeds. And you know, just I'll post it again after this live, and I'll you know I'll tag Morgan in it so her people have it too. Kristen, yeah. I'll tag mm-hmm. you. Yeah. You know. Just take these vitamins, people. You can get it in one pill. You can order it, go to the vitamin shop, whatever. It all comes in uh, one easy, convenient pill. And just take it daily. And just, you know, 
Yeah. Well, in all of our interviews with physicians, nurses like you guys, you know, um, those who are promoting the protocols that actually work to keep you out of the hospital. Right. Yeah. Their numbers are staggering of yes. how many people they're able And these right. are not otherwise healthy people. It's right. not like they have yeah. got these pictures of health coming in. Yeah. This is pretty much anyone, yeah. even yeah. with comorbidities, right. that you, yeah. if you are treating them early, right. Right. High, high probability yeah. they're going to recover and recover right. fairly, yeah. fairly right. quickly. Right. Yeah. Now, I want the listeners, if there's any part of you that is a wholehearted believer that COVID is highly deadly, if you believe that the vaccines are effective and safe, you have to ask yourself why anyone who is paid to do a job would put that job on the line to say otherwise. What do the people telling you this have to gain? Right. They have nothing to gain. No. It's not we a few people. three yeah. did not want to stick our necks out there either. Right. Because we don't want to have people right. messaging us, you know, trolling mm-hmm. us, um, mm-hmm. attacking us, trying to cancel us. And this is all we've done. We're not, well, she's a nurse. Uh, Kristen's a nurse. Amy and I are not. We have nothing to gain right. by sticking our necks in it. We are not here to to make money. We are no. not here to do anything but to tell the truth right. and make sure the truth yes. is told. Right. Because if you don't know what's being shared right now, then you aren't paying attention to anything right. other than CNN, which has 75% less viewers last quarter than, yeah. than it yeah. had right. ever before. Right. It is going down because people recognize when they've been sold a bill of goods. Right. Yes. And we're not trying to tell you that what we're saying you don't have even have to believe no. what we're saying right. is true that's right but you're never when are we ever going to get the other side of the coin science needs to be questioned right. always yes. right. it always yes. has been why are we all of a sudden mm. stopping that yes why are we no longer yep. uh questioning science yep and why are certain virologists not being heard why are they being censored, censored. when you have yes. the tr- you know i'm just going to say i won't even yeah. say the word truth when you have certain people being censored, you should question why. It's not because they're wrong. It's not because of disinformation. You're going to tell me that someone who's won a Nobel Peace yeah. Prize yeah. and, you know, well, that doesn't really say anything because Obama won. But, <laughs> you know, let's, let's just put it this way, though. You're going to tell me that someone with more letters after their name than the alphabet is wrong in what they know, you know, and, and they're being censored as opposed to some PA at your local clinic at your urgent care. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. sorry, but yeah. I, I, you well, know, I think it's just common sense like, cannot be taught. Right. Let me just say that right. because right. I've had someone mention, well, I've done this and I have a degree in this and I have a degree in that. And you, mm. Stephanie, you are wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You don't have common sense and I can't teach you that. And I feel sorry for you. <laughs> and you are on my friends list. And I, and I hope you're watching right now. <laughs> because, you, know, you don't have common sense and that can't be taught. So I do apologize. Um, well, it doesn't future. take a degree to read a, no. a scientific study. That's no, like there is another no. level. Thank to you. It. It's right, like right. there is like another component because you yeah. do see Keep an open super mind. smart people yeah. who just can't see. Right. They can't well, see what we're. What, what we're advanced cognitive dissonance? Co- thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Was, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. But what turned America into what is still the greatest experiment on earth, and we don't know if the experiment is going to fail or not. But we're at the precipice of being able to right. find out. Right. Yeah. Because so far, it's done real well. We have evolved into a more perfect union, more and more people with freedom and rights and things right. that we, mm-hmm. our founding fathers, could not even probably consider at the time right. because of the way right. that the world was, the entire world, right. not just us. Yeah. And now we know 
that freedom is important. This, this is it's about critical. freedom. And this critical, is about yes. freedom. Yes. And about when you health. get to the point that you're discriminating, I mean, even the Biden administration, and you can look this up, just said this week that they were going to prioritize certain races to get monoclonal an antibodies. Right. And they're saying they're doing it on the basis of that these certain races have a harder time with COVID. Right. But when you right. start treating people based on their race yep. or how they voted Guess or what, what they called. believe. Yes. That's called discrimination yes, sure and, is. and it is wrong. And doctors or facilities, if you're not vaccinated, they're not treating you. They're they refusing won't give surgeries. You your surgeries. Yeah, they're refusing and, you surgeries. Know, we, you took an oath to do no harm. And exactly. that's what you need to do. And I will say this, when my mother moved to Wilmington recently, she needed a new primary. It was, it was before I had, you know, mm -hmm. branched out. Um, and she called 25 doctors in town, and their first question was, are you vaccinated or not? She said it was none of your business. And yeah. then she asked what her, their treatment for protocol was, and there wasn't one. It was right. to go home and watch and wait. Yep. They're and then when still you get doing that. Sick, still. still to this day, and then go to the hospital. Two years in. And we have to question why. Why? 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 Have you ever had you an illness? Anything? Mm -hmm. Have you ever had an illness where your doctor, the only thing they can do is just say, go home and wait? Go home and wait. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just, it blows my mind. For simple and simple meds. Or you know, let me, let me test you for this. Or, or they say, I think, I'm pretty sure you have COVID, right. but let's do a test just in case. Yes. This is just my yes. personal experience. I said, well, what are you going to give me for treatment? Well, mm -hmm. nothing. Then why are you going to test, test me? Why are you going to test me? Why are you going to test me if you're not going to give me treatment? And we've right. all heard they're pulling the PCR test, and I'm still getting people with PCR yep. tests. You know, the PCR test the, picks up 57 uh, other illnesses, yes, people. 57. Right. right. And uh, I do know. Flu. Including flu. Flu. I, and, and there were times in the hospital where they would crank up the PCR testing or crank it down. Mm -hmm. So you kind of fit where they wanted you to test. Well, and that's know? what I we wanted to do. At, at your hospital? Uh, okay. Um, that, you think? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, possibly. Possibly. <laughs> well, no, possibly. but this is where I want... I have had suspicions, and I don't want to think like this, mm -hmm. but I do wonder when they know whether you're vaccinated or not, mm -hmm. if they do the same cycle right. threshold right. for the PCR test. Right. Because the PCR test, the higher the threshold, yep. the more it's going to pick up anything. Right. The lower right. the threshold, which right. is where it should be. Right. Yep. Uh, Fauci even said it himself. It's a dead nucleotide past a certain and threshold. And is it the PCR mm -hmm. test that we're using for all this Omicron stuff? That people That's are doing. Uh, mm -hmm. There's multiple, you know, tests. There's home tests. There's mm -hmm. all, you know. But, what but I mean, we people were... who go to the urgent care. Because I'm they like, might, we already, they already know they're pulling it. it. Yeah. And we're using it still. Right. I do want to understand this because the PCR test was supposed to be pulled after 2021. Right because they said it was faulty. Right. And and this, they announced this six months ago, so you would think by now they could have figured out how to get a test. Yeah. Right. Okay, right. so, but here we are. Right. Uh, they, can get a, they can get a vaccine in six months, but can't get a test yeah. in six yeah. months. Yeah. Yeah. A, a safe and effective vaccine yeah. in six months, but you can't get a safe yeah. and effective test. And it's taken six days to get yeah. your results for mail-out, so... You know, at some point, you've got to treat people based on symptoms. And what yeah. the physicians and exactly. practitioners have so been so doing with, that forever. Within you know? those six days, right? right? Within those six days, what is happening to that, that, that person's person, health? That person, yeah. yeah. That is when, if they're deteriorating. That's when it's the virus is replicating. Right. Yeah. You're okay. getting worse. You're yeah. getting in the inflammation. Yeah. Then you're getting in the cytokine storm. And yep. then that is when you deteriorate. And then you yep. go to the hospital. And then, and then it, it is too late. It is too late. So let's put it in a, maybe a perspective that I think this might relate to people because it's a more familiar thing with the flu. 
-hmm. Remember when you used to get the flu and they'd say, well, go in early because mm -hmm. we could put you on Tamiflu yep. and we could stop Whether you were vaccinated or not. Yes. They didn't even care oh, they whether you had a vaccine yeah. or not. No one asked. No. Oh, well, I mean, I never right. was asked. I hadn't had the flu, so there was 21 either. But anyway, they the, the thing was, if you went early enough, what would happen? They could give you Isn't something that stopped, the, what, viral yes, replication? Viral replication. Yes. This is, yeah. why haven't we yeah. had a Tamiflu for COVID then, right? Yeah. Well, they say their antivirals have great property, but, right. you know. But then they don't want to acknowledge. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. why? Tell them why. if you have a treatment that actually works, works. then the emergency use authorization goes, goes, away. Away. goes away. But my question is, when they have the approval, which we have learned that they have approval for the licensure mm -hmm. of community, the Pfizer, community, yeah. whatever, whatever, okay? Yeah. <laughs> if they have approval, how are they approving anything else right now? Uh -huh. Because uh -huh. one of the four stipulations for emergency use authorization mm -hmm. is that you don't have, that, that there is that, number one, there's a state of emergency. Mm -hmm. Number two, that there is which a, there, that there are no <laughs> therapies mm -hmm. that are proven or that are effective. Right. Not proven right. even, just that effective yeah. therapies, right. you know? Right. And this is straight on yeah. Yeah. the FDA website. Right, and I would also see as the numbers would fall, we'd have, you know, 10 patients in the hospital with COVID and we still have the whole county under lockdown with masks on, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, like at what point? Oh, let's talk know? about masks. Yes. Oh, let's well, that's why, masks. let's okay. talk, let's, to bring it back to your viral video, because again, <laughs> and I don't know if you can pull this up on your phone to play her video, because I, I honestly I, think we should play it. And I still want to ask her a little bit more about we what have she more to talk about, but this is the thing that I, I want to go back to because I know this is probably what our listeners, if they've seen this video, this is a lot of what they want to know. Mm -hmm. You testify because you are a parent, and this was a mask meeting. It was to determine if they were going to put masks right. back on these children. Right. And um, by the way, uh, Kristen and Amy are, are New Hanover County parents, we should mm -hmm. say. And at, if you're a listener, you know they pulled their kids out this year. Uh, yeah. I've given mine a week. Okay. Like, Mom, I'll give you four days in the mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Bring, come to our school. Yeah, yeah. we're going to come to our we future planet. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but for this very reason, because not only are people on, you know, let's since everything's politicized, people on the right pushing back on masks. Now, even mainstream media is acknowledging the damage masks has done to children. Yes. Yeah. You can it's find traumatic. New York Times, you can it's find, traumatic. there's articles there. Yes. CBS reporter said it's the most underreported story, how we've damaged yes. our children in this. We, we need this to get out there. Yeah. Masks are not good for these kids. No. Now, no. tell them, so you And they're saying that cloth, which we've said all along. Right. Yeah, they don't work. Right. What cloth is it that Dr. I have that video too, yeah. but yeah. on, is she on CNN, the, one of the doctor yes. correspondents, doctor where she said, cloth masks do not work. She said, in this like, pandemic, we've known this. I'm like, what are, what are our kids wearing? Yeah. Duh. yeah right. Right. <laughs> disposable masks. So okay, you testified, and just kind of share with the listeners, like, what inspired you to do that? And kind well, of um, well, I will say that they put the mask back on the kids before they'd even gone back to school. So they mm -hmm. didn't know if they were sick, any of those numbers. They just chose to do it. It was probably premeditated. Mm -hmm. um, and then, uh, I, I mean, I don't want to say, like, you know, you know, hit your e-cigarette or anything, but if you put your mask on and you inhale some smoke and blew it, it's going to go around your face and all out the mask. Mm -hmm. It's not going to stop you, you know, mm -hmm. like, if and, we could and, just clarify what surgical masks are for, for you, for those of you that don't know, yes, surgeons wear surgical masks to prevent droplets from, from entering the sterile field of a patient. Yes. Okay. And that's why when someone comes into the hospital with the flu, flu is a droplet. Right. This is why flu numbers went down. Right. It, it didn't disappear. Flu numbers went down last year because everyone was masking it's and a drop test it's okay yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but 
the, the, the surgical masks or the cloth masks is uh, to prevent droplets. Now, we all know that COVID is not a droplet. It's right? airborne. It's airborne. That little itty bitty tiny thing is coming right through. It's not, right your through. unicorn mask doesn't work. No. Yeah. I think what happens yeah. is Same. that people get a false sense of security. They do. Right. With exactly. the mask. And then also. Same, when same with the vaccine. Same with the vaccine. Yes. Exactly. Right. And so when you're breathing out, and even if you do get exposed to anything, many times you can breathe it out. Out well, to the uh, atmosphere. That's exactly and right now right. you're breathing out and inhaling it back in. Exactly. And it's like all the cooties just sitting right there. And look how many people have breakouts. Look at the children with oh, rashes oh, it's it's terrible. around their face. It's terrible. Well, and too, you know, after you wear those cloth masks for over, after about an hour or yep. so, they're saying, we were washing N95s. We were oh. sending them off to be cleaned mm-hmm. with our name on them and sending them back. We didn't have clean. Who knows what they were being You know, yeah. I mean, it. Well, and also to clarify, because y'all were nurses, or mm-hmm. our nurse were a nurse, N95 deaths, we got fit tested. Yes. Every year. It yeah. was a mandatory fit testing. Right. And right. And aren't we not supposed to wear it for more than an hour? In a single time use. A they single are all time, single time, time use. Right. We put them in a bag and mm-hmm. put them back on. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, exactly. But but back to why you were talking. <laughs> at this, it was a paper at this, bag though, not plastic. So the germs. Oh didn't, right, yeah, uh, right. Paper bag. you're right. You're right. You you spoke out finally, and this this would be I, the first time, Morgan. As much as you've seen, heard all that, you really probably this was your first moment going public and saying. I've been in these shoes. Mm-hmm. This is what I've been doing. Yeah, stop punishing our kids. Stop punishing our kids. Yeah, yeah. mic drop. And yeah. kids, I mean, I don't want to say kids don't get COVID, but they rare, very rarely get COVID, and they have protective measures. You mean Sotomayor was wrong when she said that 100,000 kids were hospitalized with COVID? <laughs> I just I saw mean, that. Oh, my God. Yeah, a Supreme Court justice. Where are the fact yes. checkers? Can they get off my uh, butt? I, I, I got kids. the facts. Right. Yeah. Well, what's, this yeah. is what's Did amazing. You, you have a Supreme mm-hmm. Court justice who's getting ready to know she's going to hear a case on this, and is so wrong on Politico so called her out. I mean, yeah. you know when Politico yeah. is calling someone out yeah, yeah. Yeah. with a fact check, yeah. And, yeah. and we agree with the fact right. check. We're like, well, right. then gracious, it's you were so yeah. egregious. Should we play Morgan's video? Please play or, that okay. so they can hear it. Yeah, because right. it was. So this is so they can hear. Hang on. Hang on. Which one do you want me to do it the on? The one over here. Okay, right there. Trying to turn. Wallace, I'm a ten-year employee of New Hanover County. I worked in the cardiovascular ICU for five years. I was your last line of defense with COVID. We ran your heart and lungs outside your body with your chest open while you were bleeding on the floor. And what I realized was that patients were needlessly dying because of government's withheld policies for treating COVID. Everyone who died with COVID should be considered murdered. Early treatment has always been affected. I walked out of the hospital on the mandate day. I have my own practice, and I am the only person in town treating COVID patients prior to hospitalization. I also watched the entire staff at the hospital, including in my unit, get vaccinated and then get COVID, amongst all kinds of other ailments. You have now loaded your body with millions of spike proteins, and you are a ticking time bomb for cancer, blood clots, and whatever kind of ailment may come up in your body. And I'm tired of hearing people go and ask doctors, can they be treated for COVID? And their only option is a vaccine or go home or go into the hospital. We are not going to make it out. I'll be happy to treat any one of you for COVID prior going to the hospital because early treatment has always worked. I'm a member of the FLCCC Alliance, NC Physicians for Freedom, and the Medical Freedom Summit. 
And I would, I would ask y'all to please stop choosing fear and putting masks on our kids. The vaccine is not going to work. Early treatment has always worked. And government mismanagement of patients is why people have died. And families have realized this. And they are rising up. And they are going to come after governments and the hospital. I was highly decorated and highly respected at New Hanover. I was the November 2020 Employee of Excellence. And I had a job opportunity this year from the chief medical director at this hospital and I chose to walk out and stand up for what is right. So putting these masks on our kids is not going to help, nor is vaccination, and we all need to realize that. It is out, the cat is out of the bag, and people are speaking globally, including the inventor of the vaccine. <laughs> I think Mike people like what she one yeah. thing is I was yeah. very nervous. Yeah. I worked for, I did not work for the actual county, but technically we were a county hospital. <laughs> um, I'm in to say yeah. New Hanover Regional Medical Center mm -hmm. at yeah. the time, but I was a little bit nervous. Of course. <laughs> well, well, I mean, yeah. this is the thing. People will call out one little tiny uh, little oh, thing, like, come yeah. on. Yeah. 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 No, but no, you, but and that's you, the one thing you know, that's and what you, you took from And you didn't even, I noticed you were so calm, cool, and collected, and you did not even have notes or anything. Like, that's the thing. It was a testimony. It was a testimony. But I did that for the right words and but when you right. say I'm the only person treating okay them, but that means you were called these other places that will right, not treat right you can't yeah, find right. treating it. they are treating with monoclonal antibodies and I there are some you know physicians that will put people on an antibiotic or steroid occasionally but why are you going to go get a most invasive monoclonal antibody when you could have taken a least invasive pill? Yeah, and honestly, and it's even been hard for the monoclonal antibodies yeah, for it people. Is so hard. it's yeah. still not easy. And it's I not like to take an infusion of anything that came from somebody else's body if I don't have to. That's right. right. And here's right. the other point too: if you really can't find a lot of doctors, physicians, nurse practitioners, mm -hmm. um, physicians associates, whatever, if you can't find these people who are treating early, who mm -hmm. are basically just saying, "Take your Sudafed." Literally, someone the other day said, well, they just told me to take Sudafed. And yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. And, you have to, and yeah. if you don't know people in a, in a town the size of Wilmington, a city. Yeah, right. That are doing this rampantly, mm -hmm. there is something really like, broken in the right, system. Right, right. And why they sit there and still choose uh, their paycheck or they're scared or mm -hmm. the government Reputation. making them treat. Like, you are a physician. You chose to do no harm. So, so this is one thing, too. Your so yeah. when you're talking about that, back to the hospital. Because right. we really want to hear even a little bit more about what you saw or, and you don't, not trying to call anybody out. I don't want no, names. No, I've, But what specifically, what are, can you give us some specific examples? So people know well, like vaccines. things that are going like, on. I want to know it's the vaccine numbers. When they say all these people are unvaccinated that are dying, yeah. we were hearing internally some of the nurses say, "Well, you need to understand how they're identifying this." Mm -hmm. Um, right. Remember, we did know the numbers. She talked right. about fudging those numbers. Do right. you know anything about well, that? Like again, because you were training. I, I well, again, I was time. wrapped up in trying to save the patient. Um, I did, which is what you should be. Right, and I did. And it, the one family that I, you know, is a big motivation behind all this. I do know some of their family members were vaccinated and some were not, mm -hmm. and they all died. You know, so I would kind of, you know, if you can't just randomly go look on other patients' stuff. But if it was right. my patient, I could see if they were vaccinated or not. And, yes, I had both. I yeah. had both. Yeah. They both equally got as sick, and some got better and some didn't. You know? Right. But you didn't see a huge trend like, oh, everybody in here is vaccinated. It might be now, but I've since left the hospital since September. Mm -hmm. um, so no. so well, during the Delta thing then, were you – 
my, I guess if you're looking at charts and well, I can look at my patient's chart, right? You know, yeah. So I really don't know. You know, right. they would put the little, you know, they would put the numbers of the patients with COVID in the hospital up. I could see that. That was public knowledge, but I, I can't. I, there's no way I can know all those numbers are who's sure. vaccinated. But sure. let's make a let's know. make a point about yeah. this. Morgan didn't care if you were vaccinated or not. not. Yeah, exactly. Right. You were still going to get the same utmost amazing care. care. Mm -hmm that you deserve, and I know that there are people out there right now, I'm not gonna say you know a certain political side or whatever, but there are people politicizing this, and right. they're saying if you don't get vaccinated, mm -hmm. you deserve to die, and, mm -hmm. not, be and, that, and not be right. treated. Right. That is a disgusting um, even, mental even behavior. A, even a physician from, right. new, from that hospital. Thank you. Toasted. Tweeted that out, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. There are F, physicians F thinking the unvaccinated. F the unvaccinated. Yes, F the unvaccinated is what or they said. Or beef the numbers and scare them into compliance and tell them if you don't get vaccinated, you're gonna die. Yeah, that's what that's she said. So yeah. did you, okay, but they also sent out emails because I also have friends mm -hmm. that would send me screenshots mm -hmm. of the emails. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> the protocol is not great. Any of the meds, we we had a farm tech on yeah. telling us about the meds that are a part of the protocol. Mm -hmm. But there were emails that specifically went out saying, uh, I mean, I, we, we've already talked about it, ivermectin, say, basically telling all the hospital employees this isn't safe yes, or we cannot, that's the medicine that. you cannot yes. give. And a sad story was we did have a patient come in for ECMO and he was unvaccinated and we do cannulate at bedside a lot of times, you know, to put you on ECMO and I remember people talking outside their room and, you know, joking about ivermectin being horse medicine and, you know, they should have been vaccinated and just, and I just sat back quietly and I'm like... How, how did we get to this? How did right. we get to such judgment? What country are I didn't in? judge right. patients when they came in. I didn't care if you were injured, not, could speak my language, where you were from. Like, we took care of you. Well, let well, me I'm ask sorry, you this. When, you, when you're working in a cardio unit, right? Cardio, yeah. And And so we know being um, grossly, like, obesity is a is a factor right. for many people. Right. Not always, because yeah. you can yeah. not be. Right. But we know that's a factor. Did you judge anyone for being overweight? No. And, uh, no. no. Why I, would you? Why would she you? She judges me all the time. No, 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 God cast judgment. Let's that's keep it. it. That, that's know? it. Like, I'm trying to Who do no we? harm, take Who care of my patients. I'm chubby. Let God cast the judgment. I made it. I, made it. I beat COVID. I'm chubby. Right. <laughs> well, when there are physicians and also when there are very highly educated nurses and any other healthcare mm -hmm. um, professional yeah. that, are, that still calls a medicine just a horse dewormer then I well, then I'm like snake oil. Yeah, you yeah, obviously yeah. haven't done your research no right. I mean right. it cured but that blindness. just goes to prove, okay that like just proves right, right there yeah. that they're just paying attention to headlines right. and what's being Do fed and the administration and I'm, I'm gonna let a little cat out the bag with uh, a local hospital here I'm not gonna say which one and I'm not gonna say which doctor sent this to me but there was an email sent out when COVID first hit they were going to do a test with hydroxychloroquine with staff to, to give uh, staff half placebo, right. half hydroxychloroquine, and see who got COVID and who didn't. And I don't know if that was Did done. They do it? I don't know if that was done. But just by them thinking that way, mm -hmm. it goes to show you that somewhere along the lines, very quickly, someone else stepped in yep. and said, you are not going to use HCQ. Mm -hmm. You are not going to use IBM. You're mm -hmm. not going to do this. You're not going to do that. It's like, do you guys want people sick? Do you yeah. want? Well, there were physicians that were prescribing ivermectin. Yeah. In this hospital that Morgan worked at, yes. but administration stopped it. Stop. The Correct. doctor didn't right. even know right. that Correct. the administration was going to yeah. stop it. And in Mexico, Dr. Corey talked about this. Mm -hmm. They had they did those little uh, what was it the stations or something where yeah. anybody who tested positive little they immediately started bag. them on this little goodie bag, and it wasn't just one medicine. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they reduced hospitalizations to like by like. 
Eighty-eight percent. Well, look at the numbers in India. Look at the right. numbers. Yeah, look at other right. look at other right. countries. Right. You know, that's where yeah. I'm looking. You know, yeah. right. um, you know, you have to keep an open mind. And for someone to say that that this is the way it is, this is the line I'm walking, and not think outside the box, and not think for yourself. Well, how is you your know? way working? Here's the thing. Right. Well, how's, how's it worse? How's it worse? We're more deaths in 2021 yeah. than yeah. we had in 2020. Yep. Wait, how is it working? It's If your way was working so great, then you might have a point, but it's failed. It's not. It's failed repeatedly. Yep. And we're still so why? And we're still doing it. And you're still shaming anyone who questions what you're doing. Yeah, this is gaslighting I know. I know. like times a million. Times right. a million. Right. Like I said, we don't we don't care if you're vaccinated or not. It's your choice. You know, and at this point, it's like over 200 million people are vaccinated. Vaccinated, right? Over 200 million. So they say. Like, over 200 so million. So they say. Yeah. Well, now they changed it, though. Oh, it's not. No, now no, it's not. Now it's, are, you are you up to date? Are you up to date? Are you up to date? Actually, changed it. This yeah. Yeah. You're not taking shots. Not fully vaccinated. It's up to date. Up to date. Right? Well, I've but, wondered if that, right? But mm -hmm. I'm saying, like, with the herd immunity thing, it's like right. we decided that wasn't a thing. We anymore, were at 50 percent before they even started vaccinating. Right. Mm -hmm. and that's so good. There's that plus plus natural immunity plus everyone who's gotten Omicron. Are we, let are me we just say something with like, like these variants. And that, like, like, I even question population. a doctor, yeah. the test is positive or negative. It, it doesn't, doesn't tell me if I had an Omicron, a Delta, or a yeah, Flu or not, not. It's not like it so prints out a little they, thing and says, oh, right, you so got Delta. Do we, are we sure? I mean, like, do we really know? And then what happens know. to the old variants? Why, Where once a new variant comes along, where's the old one? Well, the CDC came out and said everything was Omicron, then backtracked that by, like, what, 70%? And your test doesn't tell you that. I even questioned a doctor. I was like, you're telling... The patient, they have Omicron, but the test, I was like, did the test pop up and say Omicron? And he was, you know, he didn't, he kind of backed up out of the room and walked away. Yeah. But it's either positive or negative, you yeah. know? So stop living in fear, you know? It's like, well, I mean, that is where, and, and let's go ahead and say too that mm -hmm. the vaccine was tested on the alpha. Yes. Very the right. original strain. So as it mutates, it will never work on that. Like mm -hmm. we are still like in the booster, <laughs> we're still boosting for a uh, original strain variant. that's gone away. So mm -hmm. like, it's, okay, when you get the flu shot, yeah. it's based on the, the most prevalent variant from assume. the year before. Yeah. That they can predict. That they can predict. Right. That they right. can predict. Yeah, yeah. that's why yeah. they have the, the quadrivalent, yeah. right? right? They go huh? with the top right. four strains from whatever China dealt with or whoever, you know, wherever, yeah. right. wherever we get our And that's how they do and it. And that's how they do. And then they're like, you know, I know the last few years with the flu vaccine, the quadrivalent, which means they're, they're trying to fight uh, fight four strains that they're assuming mm -hmm. that you know that we're going to get and then they were completely wrong. They've been completely wrong. Right, right. But you still had to take it. We had, had to I took it. 10 years of flu shots. It was not mandatory. Me. You I know? didn't. Not and me. until like know, the past, the last we, couple years. Like people couple. believe their doctor. And I got the flu. Right. You know? I got sick. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right? Right? Yes, I got sick. But I will tell you when we were talking about the deaths, um, I, this is from, um, for those of you live, and I will tell y'all on the podcast, y'all got to get this book, The Real mm -hmm. Anthony Fauci. I mean, it is, uh, and it's written by Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, chock full of information right. um, and all kinds of sites and sources. So if you don't believe it, go go look it up yourself, and he's got everything in here. Mm -hmm. But he said that, um, what are the, that, let's say, Dr. Fauci dictated a series of policies that resulted in by far the most deaths and one of the highest percentage COVID-19 body counts of any nation on the planet. All right? So the U.S., with 4% of the world's population, suffered 14.5% 14 14 of total COVID deaths. By September 30th, 2021, mortality rates in the U.S. had climbed to 2,107 per 1 million. I hate it when they do all that. Oh, yes. um, but 
basically death rates, um, the United States is double any any other but any the, other but the vaccines are country. made here and i think we have the most vaccinated people mm -hmm. but our death well, rate we've been is doing the same thing mm -hmm. everybody yes. all these other countries are actually doing trial and error right there what's the definition of repeating the same thing insanity, insanity. Uh -huh. that's why we feel insane but that is why that's all of why us have this feeling insane. of insane, yeah. insanity and not only that but you got to remember too all of this information whenever you pump information out and it's coming out like this mm -hmm. and this and yeah. this and this you cannot retain wisdom no. because you're sitting here, you're wasting so much time. That's all of us. We're running around like chickens with our heads cut off in 2020. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. And we're mm -hmm. researching this and we're researching that and we're reading this and someone tells me this and this is different. And mm -hmm. you know, it just made you feel like you were losing your mind and like you were crazy. And it, I, I guess I can speak personally. <laughs> I, I literally yeah, felt, I was like, am I losing my, like, yeah. this is insane. Right. And then finally, you know, I took a step back and you know, I'm just like, like with the, with the two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. The two weeks to flatten yeah. the curve, okay? Mm -hmm. And I and I was will I was willing I to take it. this yeah, as a real it. pandemic. I was ready. Yeah, I was ready. Yeah, yeah. I was, ready. I was like, all right, scaring us. Yeah. 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 And then I was like, Walmart's open. What yeah. do you mean Walmart's open? Yeah. Mom and Pop had to shut down. What do you mean Walmart's open? But Mom and Pop had to shut down. That was a sign. And I'm like thinking, if this were a real pandemic. Mm -hmm. The military would be dropping off supplies. There would be, right. we would, you know, yeah. that's a real pandemic, mm -hmm. okay? God forbid we ever have a real one. And the border. Right. No, we will not make it. And and because border. we can't even survive one that's 99.9% .9 survivable. Oh, I know. I know. And the border. Like the border would be closed. Oh, yeah, yeah, the border would be closed. I will tell y'all this. I don't know if y'all knew this, okay? Another inexplicable policy choice from Dr. Fauci. Um, did y'all know that with Operation Warp Speed, we had monoclonal antibodies that were high-tech and fully, F fully FDA-approved by November 2020, long before the vaccines? Mm -hmm. I bet Ron DeSantis did because that's why Florida has been taken care of. Yeah. That, I, he, that, I can promise you. So many lives could have so been saved. So many lives could have been saved. But they waited mm -hmm. until the vaccine or only pushed that, okay? okay. Only push that. Yeah. And the question why? Like, uh, why? 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 Coming up they... on year three, y'all. Well, yeah. Yeah. I know. It's a year two. Well, I mean, we're going to wrap up two years. We're starting year right. three. Oh, mm -hmm. wait, we're starting year In three. In February, March. It'll oh, be I got you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's like, and we're still, like, if you can't take a step back and say, hmm. all right. We need to do something. Reassess. Can, can, right. can we do something different? Like, and y'all, as Americans, this is this is this has been so divisive oh, amongst Americans. Let, let go of the politics. Yeah. Get that out of your yeah. head. Just start thinking for yourself. Right. God right. knows Biden can't think for himself. Right. And you're listening to that man. Don't <laughs> listen to that man. Listen, y'all need to start researching your for yourself. Go to uh, you know realnotrare.com. Follow these types of podcasts. Stop watching CNN. Stop watching Even Fox, Fox News. News. Seriously. Yeah. I right. said at the exact same time. I'll Stop look. watching, except for Tucker. Tucker, I love yeah. you. Yeah. That's my man. That's my man. We're waiting on a call. We're waiting on a call. <laughs> Call me anytime. <laughs> well, you had Dr. Zelenko already shared. Oh, yeah. Dr. Zelenko, you've, yeah. you've, yeah. had, you've yeah. had uh, one of the Trumps uh, reshared. Yeah. Eric Trump reshared. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll answer Trump's call too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer the phone for yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. But you really are going viral because some mm -hmm. of these influential people who right. have, and I don't even know about Eric Trump, but I know Dr. Zelenko treated Trump. Um, he is a highly influential Jewish Physician, mm -hmm. very smart dude. Right. 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 And we pumped his protocols. You know? Yes, yeah. and he came up with yeah. the protocols. Yeah. Yeah. He was treating this long before there was right. a, a vaccine. I swear, I, he, I heard an interview with him, and I'm I'm probably messing up the numbers, but it was like either three or it, it was. I really think it was six thousand. But he's treated about three. 
anywhere from three to six thousand patients, right. and yeah, I really right. don't know if any of them have died mm-hmm. or if they did. It was I think like the other I think they said they had a hundred percent recovery rate for one of the doctors with the um, the FLCCC. Okay. They had a hundred percent recovery rate. Yeah, with, oh, yeah. with his, using his with protocol. Him. With him. And so, look, like we said, vaccinated or not, <laughs> you're still yeah. going. You're, yeah. you're still probably going to get it. doesn't matter if you're red or blue or vaccinated That's or not. Right. COVID's coming for it's coming you. COVID does not yeah. discriminate, uh, y'all. Right. It doesn't discriminate. And I think just take, like you said, take a step take back. back. Take a, take step a breath. Back. And just, I keep saying it, Stop facts fear. before fear. Yes. yes. Facts and just like, fear. look, Dr. Right. Sonder, Dr. Wiggy yeah, said, like, one of the primary reasons you can mm-hmm. get sick is yeah. fear. Yeah. Fear. And It decreases your immune system. Dr. Stress will decrease your immune system. We had Dr. Murphy on this summer out of Arizona, and he... MD who had turned into a integrative. an integrative doctor and um, he said he said fear is the worst thing he said people are going into emergency rooms being sent home because they're not having COVID problems they're having panic attacks, attacks. Yeah. Panic attacks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he said we have scared everybody so bad oh, but it is the worst thing but it debilitates your healing that's process. another show yeah, yeah. You know? uh-huh. especially that's with the another kids show. my son would cry every morning mom I don't wear a mask yep. so I was like well it says a cloth covering I was like I'll punch some holes in it or you can wear like a fishnet mask, like what do we want to do? Yeah. Do you want? Yeah, yeah, because we're trying to, you know, what be? I, I hate to use the word respectful, but we right. want our children to have an education. But do we really want them being educated by no. these people? No, no we do not. No. I mean, so much of this has become politicized, and it's become discriminatory. And, you and they're know, bringing that into people, the education. And they're they bringing are. it into the education system. Yeah. And I think that I know yeah. that this has been happening for a while now. Right. You know, you're dealing well, with anything, indoctrination in the military yes. as well. Right. So, I mean, this is bigger yeah. than... Well, if, it, if we want to turn lemons into lemonade, you know, like yeah. this is what we have to appreciate. If there's anything, 2020 was a year of clarity and yes. vision. Like, I, it opened our eyes to the education Huge. system. Yes. It also helped me educate my kids yes. even more. Like because we were we were afraid before, but I kept telling them we're okay. We've got a good immune system. We'll do everything we can. We're yep. going to protect you. Now they don't feed into the fear. Right. No, you know, no, like no. they know no. that like. They know everything that we're doing. They know I've done my own research. Oh, yeah. And, like, people make fun of us for people saying, right. they've, oh, go do your own research. Someone yeah. even posted, yeah. like, why do you need to do your own research? We've got the CDC. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Let's yeah. And then I just too. pray. The CDC like, is just, <laughs> not um, it's an affiliate. Uh, it's, 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 right. it's not with the government. Yes. Just so you all know that, right. too. The government yeah. does not. Um, no. No, we've we've put a lot of people in charge um, that 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 we have put a lot of faith in as as Americans that we should not have. It's okay that we started to, but when you know better, you should do better. And Dr. Fauci is the highest paid bureaucrat Mm -hmm. in the federal government. That has come out in the last month. That's in YouTube. Highest paid. (laughs) That's indisputed now. Mm -hmm. Um, And what is he doing? When's the last time he saw an actual patient? 1967 is the last time he laid eyes on an actual patient. He's not a virologist. I might have a year wrong, but I know it was the 60s. He's not even an epidemiologist. Is that the word? No, epidemiologist. He's not a virologist. Is he a virologist? No. No, No, he's not. I don't don't even remember how he got qualified to do what he does. But in any case, I just think it's time. Listen, the point of this podcast 
it is not, and the conversation is not to tell you what to think. Or judge. We're, we're giving or you judge. a different perspective. It's right. a different perspective because when people say, well, why don't you talk about the other side? I'm like, right. you get that 24 seven. That's everywhere. Right. It's one that's side. Everywhere. We, we don't have time to give you no. both sides. You're getting no. that. You're drinking yeah. from a water hose if you're watching right. TV right. and getting right. all that. Yeah. We are, we're trying to bring you a side that we can, first of all, we believe is credible. We have, we have vetted it. We have looked at it critically. We yeah. are definitely skeptics on everything. We don't trust pretty much anyone yeah. at this point. And we're just trying to say, listen to other perspectives yeah. before you go all in. And please stop tribalizing everything and just say, well, I, since I'm a Democrat, I, I need to go here. Yes. Or if I'm a Republican, I got to go here. Think for yourself. Think for yourself and say what you think and don't worry yeah. about it. Get the I mean, politics out of this. Because even yeah. Trump is working the vaccine. And he's the one that did the Operation Warp Space. Exactly. Yeah. I, and, but no so, way. But, I am so against right. him on so, this. No so way. Yeah. And that's okay. Him, but yeah. he also isn't for the mandates. And right. that's, right. that's right. my right. only right. my argument is exactly. do what you want. And, you know, he couldn't sit back and not do anything, right. obviously. Right. You know, yeah. and we've got to have something. But we've got to just Unite take politics. One, and yes. at this point, move forward. Move right. forward. Because yeah. it's not going to protect you anymore. Well, speaking of moving forward, now you mm-hmm. have a whole new career, which this right. has been a blessing. Right. Because, of course, 7, 8, just, y'all hooked up right away. Right, right. Tell our listeners what is next for you. Well, apparently mm. a whole lot. We have a list. We have a list. How much more time do we have? So we do have um, Sculpted NC here, which is red light therapy. And then I do have, I was going to do um, aesthetics. I am acute care trained, actually. I can get hospital rights and I can treat in the hospital. I just haven't done that yet. Mm. So, And I'm also okay to do primary care. So I'm doing primary care. I haven't started aesthetics yet because I, this just happened since September. It's coming. Mm-hmm. I am certified. I want to get to that. But right now there's more of a need to treat primary. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I've been doing. I'm doing a telehealth. Mm-hmm. We um, are sculpted NC is out of Raleigh right now. And we like to, we want to move to Wilmington. That's the next plan. Mm-hmm. We want to open up there and we want a kind of a whole little Mini wellness center, you mm-hmm. know, maybe a tiny little hospital. No insurance yes. required. Cash you should connect only. with Dr. Ben. Cash yeah. only. Yeah. Yeah. And we want to make it affordable, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we want to make it remove affordable. all the third parties that are getting paid out of it. Make it the affordable. procedure is, you know, affordable. Mm-hmm. And with the red light therapy, we'll talk about a little about it in a minute. Yeah. It's non-invasive and it works. Let's go non-invasive before we go to pills and surgery and, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff. You know, yeah. Yeah. So you, so you are practicing medicine doing telehealth now how can they how can people find you even well for that? well i do have a um, website it's morganlafour.com my phone my personal phone number is on there i'm not okay. going to get a business phone you need to get a business phone. <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't i thought we, her phone know, has not stopped, it's not stopped. Right. that's okay yeah. you know people mm-hmm. need me get in touch yep. with me i'm here to help yeah um so they can get in touch with me that way you shoot me a text um we have some forms to fill out we do a telehealth visit um you know, get a little bit of background, and most things are minor. It's kind of like a kind of walk-in clinic, CVS. Eventually, I'd like to get to where I can, you know, manage you continuously, and we can start doing lab testing and things like that, but Mm -hmm. right now, it's kind of just for a a basic need, and people are desperate for it. They're desperate. I've had so much testimony come to me, like, you know, like, I remember to save my life, or I was told to go home, or my family member died in the hospital, or I was told there was no treatment, and that's just, it's heartbreaking. It's it heartbreaking. is. Yeah, it really it's is. You really should connect with Dr. Benton, too. You should. Like, I, she's, I, I, she's, she, 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 that's she, right, she, you did. You did, that's right. Yeah. Because she's, and I will throw out there, too, you know, the, the spike proteins from the vaccine are causing a lot of the issues in your body. You know, red blood cells don't like to clump up. They like a single file line to get where they need to go, and these spike proteins... 
you know, clump a lot of stuff in there. And from actually Dr. Wiggy from the NC mm -hmm. Physicians for Freedom, we thought the red light was going to detox you, but he said actually a five-day load and once a week for 15 months because the spike proteins generally okay. last in mm -hmm. your body for 15 months. Yep. That's what he told me. And actually doing ivermectin is grabbing those and getting rid of them. Yeah. And a lot of, I've had grandmother on it, you know, because um, she noticed that she was, she got double... Yep. You know, she played with the mRNA, and she's had more shortness of breath. She's had all kinds of ailments, and she agreed to do it. She was like, yeah, I want to do it. And the mental fog is like, oh, I mean, yeah, she the can't even remember she was going into the wrong room. She's like, I just can't even think yeah. anymore, you know? So, so just if, if we could just make right. that clear for everyone, yeah. if you have been vaccinated right. and you regret it, right. <laughs> go ahead and get a hold of me and Morgan. And, uh, we'll or any doctor. Any doctor that's willing to, to help. help uh, yeah. Yeah. Or even COVID. Let's get you not, better. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah like to, because right. yeah. the long the haul. Long haul. Yeah. Exactly. Long the spike protein still were in you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had brain fog for about three or four months. I'm mean, not You did. I, I did. four oh, pounds yeah. of mozzarella cheese in my pantry. Y'all yeah. know how upset I was. Uh -huh. How much I love cheese? Yeah. <laughs> I was so upset. I felt like I, like I committed a crime. I said, my God, four pounds of mozzarella. And I was ready to make that, you know, I was so upset. And I just couldn't believe I mean, I literally, in all seriousness, got out of my car, left my car in reverse. Yeah. Went yeah. inside my house. Yeah. Thank God I was on, oh you know, a decline. I mean, yeah. just yeah. crazy things like that. And I imagine, that. Yeah. imagine having that in, in, in the vaccine and then yeah. getting this booster and oh, just, no, you're no, never no, going to no, get out of it. No. And it's going to get worse. I'm sure is, you know, COVID, there was some spike proteins, but you're putting, I, they said millions. Millions. Shot. Like, why do you need all that in your body? No. Mm -mm. For a common cold no. that if treated early. And the, and the vaccine is systemic. Which is not supposed to be. Yeah. This right. vaccine, this it's vaccine is systemic. And we have yeah. the studies to show this. Like this, this is all not provable. just yeah. we're not yeah, just throwing is. this yeah. stuff no, out no, there. No, no, <laughs> yeah, this is all provable. Right. We're not just making this so, up as we go along. But talk like about some, some uh, the red light therapy because before we leave, I want to make sure people know what this is and why it's important. And why does a lot of people not even know about it? So yeah. I pulled this amazing book up. It's yep. Red Light Therapy. So for those who are on the podcast, it's called <laughs> Red Light Therapy yep. Miracle, Medicine. Miracle, Miracle Medicine. Miracle Medicine. And I just want to read um, <laughs> what the first page. What if there was a form of therapy that could correct the root cause of virtually all diseases and conditions known to man? What if that same therapy was also inexpensive and had literally no negative side effects? Sound too good to be true, right? I'm telling you this miraculous therapy does exist. It's called Red and Near Red Infrared Light Therapy, and I wrote this book to tell you all about it. So I would encourage you to look into it. When I told my mom that I was going into a red light therapy place, she said, oh, I've had one for years. I was like, mom, why are you always holding out all the secrets? Yeah, oh my gosh. I didn't yeah. even know about you know? I've like, heard I, about it for years, but I've yes. never done it and yeah. didn't even know who provided right. it. So, right. Well, before we leave, I'll yeah. show you guys yeah. the red yeah. light. Yeah. Um, awesome. we, we provide, uh, new, we use uh, red light therapy here for numerous reasons. A lot of people come to me for uh, pain and inflammation. Mm -hmm. um, it is a, It increases your blood flow. It helps with um, inflammation. It helps with rheumatoid arthritis. It helps with migraines. Yes. It helps with vision. Yes. You can look into the light right. and it fixes your eyes. Right. I'm going to go look I'm, at it. Ooh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. oh, you I can, can read a menu up close. Yes, girl. Yes. yes. Like, let yes. me get my glasses. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, it, it does so many things, and I know a lot of people want that. You know, it, the machine itself is called the Ultra Slim, but I don't want to limit what it can do. Um, it's you know, a lot of people use it for, for weight, weight loss. loss. Yeah. Obviously, I haven't. <laughs> um, so no, I did <laughs> about six weeks ago. Anyway, so I got the, this is the Christmas. This is not COVID. This is Christmas. <laughs> okay. So. 
Um, basically, what red light therapy is, is it penetrates at a cellular level, mm -hmm. okay? You're talking four inches deep into the body. All the way to bone. All the way yeah. to bone. Right. Okay? So, once it penetrates at that, you know, that cell, what it does is it rejuvenates. It rejuvenates yeah. collagen. Yeah. It rejuvenates red blood cells. It rejuvenates um, your, if it, as far as, like, the fat cells go, mm -hmm. like your adipose tissue. Mm -hmm. It it pokes these little pores um, in the in the cell in the cells of your um, adipose tissue, and it allows triglycerides and fatty acids to leave, and that's why you shrink down, and it and it, it goes on for forty eight to seventy two hours afterwards. So your body is still working. It increases muscle. Mm -hmm. it, it, heals I mean, it's, it heals wounds. It's I mean, a wound. Doesn't healer. it help with sleep? And I, yes, you're yes, yes. With yes. Cancer too. Don't, yes, don't, to prevent like yes. No. Yeah. yeah, there is in this book we highly recommend it. Uh, mm. Say the name one more time, Morgan. Red Light Therapy Miracle Medicine by Dr. Raymond P. Dr. Raymond P. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. and I'll post this on my page too right. for you guys to understand it. And um, if anyone wants an appointment, of yeah. course, you guys know how to reach me. <laughs> but basically, um, what's in this book is not only this doctor's uh, or this individual's personal experience. There is science behind this. Right. Tons and tons and tons of science, and these are scientists, doctors, so many people in here listing proof mm -hmm. of what this yeah. does. And it's mm -hmm. FDA approved. And it's FDA approved. <laughs> right. If you need that. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows that. And and I wonder why. Is there any <laughs> risks involved? No. Well, it's okay. Part, you have a... Well, when you the you you pee and you you know poop out all this stuff after you get it, you know if you have you know I warn people if they've had you know low blood pressure issues, you know if it's more volume, more pressure, less volume, less pressure. So you are going to be getting rid of a lot just to be cautious if you're going to take your blood pressure medicine. You know, check your blood pressure. No, drink a lot of fluids, but you know, but no, but nothing major. No, you know if you have a pacemaker, we can't we can't treat you with it because it will affect the pacemaker because you know once the light enters the body right. you know it literally is a systemic reaction mm -hmm. and it does help with sleep it does increase your melatonin mm -hmm. so when okay. i go under the light i sleep really so really good. really well what about energy does it help with energy oh, yeah. yes. Yes. yes tons mm -hmm. of energy mm -hmm. we also do injections we here and y'all do iv therapy oh, too yeah. which we is also IV IV therapy. y'all did that right. i'm well. a big believer yeah. in doing the IV, especially after things or before if you think you are coming down go get up but i did it post covid as soon as my seven days were over i was like stick it just do it and i was taking all the things i was doing all the things but i could tell i had depleted me Yes. And right. it really helped with the brain fog, too, right? yeah. which was interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it does. Yeah. It I do does. want to read one more interesting as um, yeah. paragraph. A, a 2000, in the year 2000, study by Barbara Starfield, published in the Journal of American Medical Association, found that, in quote, America's healthcare system is the third leading cause of death. Then in 2003, for the first time ever, Dr. Gary Knoll and his team of researchers analyzed all of the existing literature on injury and death caused by mainstream medicine and came to an even more startling conclusion. Quote, it is now evident that the American medical system is the leading cause of death and injury in the U.S., they wrote. 
Mm. We yeah, talked about we this. talked about it, yeah. and it's 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 it, this is not opinion. This no, is this actually is behind Good heart enough. disease and cancer, Look, but it is behind yeah. And we're not trying to flip it to having fear or mistrust no, in right. your physician. No, it is just to know no that where, just, where, just no blind trust, right? No blind trust. No trust. No blind yeah. trust. And it's okay and being to have your questions. advocate. Yes. Like goes back to what Stephanie said at the beginning. We all have to be our own advocates and advocates for our family members right. because... Trust your gut. Yes. God gives God. us that well, intuition. Like nurses, we have always taught. Uh, we, were, we were taught. Yep. Yeah. The patient is their own advocate, and yeah. we are their advocate. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So and there are nurses that are not advocating. Right. Oh, oh, there so are nurses many. that are not advocating. I'm flooded with a lot that are coming forth and a lot of stories, and I think I opened the floodgates. I really hope a lot of people come I forward. Do Share them. Let people be. So there's mm-hmm. no reason corporations should be forcing their employees to choose their job over a shot. It is, you know, this you is why we need another healthcare medical, system. Yeah. Correct. Right. There's right. also no reason that a corporation should run a hospital and tell doctors and nurses what they can and cannot do, do. Correct. Yes. because they're a corporation right. when it's for profit. Right. Yes. Correct. Yes. 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 I'm just going to see correct, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> check, check, check. We've been doing yeah. our homework for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, you guys, thank you all for giving us your time. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. know this yeah. is Anytime. just the beginning yes. of this conversation. Yes. And yes. thank you for your courageousness. Yes. Like, yes. like this, I mean, just for you to do that, I think it's going to empower so many more people, mm-hmm. and I really yeah. hope it does. Right. And for to the to let them know they're not alone. And, I know they know they are. And but. to both of you, I mean, seventy for speaking out as well. Like you're using your voices, your experience, your expertise mm-hmm. to to give people what they need to know because it is knowledge is power. Right. And you right. and, and wisdom is more important than knowledge. Mm-hmm. But knowledge will will knowledge will confirm what wisdom tells you. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And exactly. so it's important that if you get the gut feeling, you go find the knowledge that supports the wisdom right. that God has given you right. about this. Right. 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 And yeah. that's what we're here to help mm-hmm. point you to. We don't have all the answers. No. We got a lot of questions. Yeah. We're putting those questions out there because freedom of speech is still a thing in this country. Yes. And we want to champion it. It's like that. We want to fight for it. It's like that meme that says, "Somebody tells you it's raining outside. Do you just believe it, or you go out there and see (laughs) it's raining?" Well, then there's people who just believe Believe it's raining. Right. (laughs) That's that's where we're at, America. Congratulations. All right. right. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you all next time. Bye, y'all.